Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit ebook library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit bookshare.org today. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Greetings, everybody. This is Ron Miller. Welcome to um, this hour with Vespero in the ACB Community Webinar. Glad to be here with everybody, either right now or as you're time shifting and listening to the recording. Today we're going to talk about speech history and some other related things, and uh, we'll do some questions and answers kind of in the midst of this as well. So speech history has been around for a while. Uh, It's a great tool for a number of reasons, and I will tell you what it is first. And speech history enables you to review previous announcements spoken by JAWS. So uh, if JAWS has said something and you've missed it, this is a way to get back and hear what it has said. You can review uh, up to the last 500 messages spoken. Uh, now, anytime that you unload JAWS or you, you know, shut down and restart your computer, um, that buffer is erased. So if you've only been using JAWS for a short time, you're not going to have 500 messages in there. But as as the day goes on, um, if your computer is anything like mine and you've got announcements happening for Outlook and apps that you're running and things going on, then you hit that 500-item limit. <laughs> so, for example, by the end of the day, I probably cannot go back and find announcements that were uh, generated early this morning. I have probably rolled that that 500-item buffer uh, down quite a bit. I start at about 6 in the morning my time and work on through till 5 in the afternoon-ish or so. Uh, but it does give you that ability to go back and look at those those items, those announcements. And I'm going to do a little bit of show and tell here. I'm going to turn my speech on. Full speech. And we'll, we'll look at this a little bit practically. So if I want to invoke speech history, I press insert space. Space. Now, Jaws quite nicely said space. If you've got your setup so it doesn't say things like space and enter and those commands, and that's that's another piece of a webinar subject. We'll have to look at that sometime along with some other handy little tips. If you get tired of Jaws saying enter every time you say enter and space every time you press space, there's a way to turn some of those announcements off. I won't digress and do that now. So I'm going to press insert space. Space. Followed by H. Speech history, Zoom webinar. And you hear uh, Zoom webinar, which was the last thing spoken as I was tabbing around. I came back to the Zoom webinar window uh, a moment ago. And what you need to know when this uh, results window opens is that your cursor is placed on the most recent announcement that JAWS has made. And this, this 500 announcements, this, this list of 500 announcements, appears in reverse chronological order. So the oldest announcements are at the top of the results viewer, 
your cursor is at the bottom of this window on the most recent announcement. If I arrow up... Audio now unmuted. Okay, there's my audio now unmuted message. Finally, finally. Zoom, the host would like you to unmute. There's the message I had been sent. So as I move backwards through this, you will hear earlier and earlier messages. If I wanted to get out of this and back to what I was doing, I press escape. Escape. Blank. Zoom webinar. One of the things that I think this particular feature is really useful for is if JAWS says a message, especially one of the annoying messages that pops and you can't get back to it, this gives you very, very often a way to go back. If it was a, what did that say moment? You can hear it again. If you're trying to uh, work with somebody helping you with IT, um, maybe you're talking to Microsoft or whomever, it lets you go back and at least capture the text that was spoken so that you can say, look, this is the message I got, especially if you get error 1x879342c or something like that. Um, all of you can probably remember, remember that string. Uh, as I often say, my forgetter is much better than my memory. I would not stand a chance of remembering that string without several minutes to memorize it. So I can go back into speech history. I can grab that. And what I can do, let me invoke this again. Space. Speech history. Let's go back. Zoom webinar. Yes, thank you. Let's go back a few here. Play alert. Alert. Alerts disabled. Alert. 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 Can log a pasted from clipboard. Control plus L. Good. Let's grab these. Type in text. HTTPS slash slash home. So type in text. Let's start at type in text. If I can press control Windows K. Temporary place marker set. Type in text. And then go down a few. Control plus L. Pasted from clipboard. HTTP launch meeting Zoom Google Chrome. Okay, so I've selected all of that. I can press Windows, sorry, insert space. Space. Followed by M. Selecting between mark place and current position. And control C. Copied selection to clipboard. I can copy that whole piece to the clipboard. I can press escape. Escape. Blank. Zoom. For a moment that instead of being in a Zoom meeting, I've got an email open to... I don't know, to Microsoft, to my IT help people, whatever. I can now paste this information and say, this is the text I had. And this holds true of, of anything that JAWS has spoken. Um, you've got 500 announcements that are held in this buffer. If you're like me and you're getting all kinds of messages as you work through the day and you're using Outlook and you're doing other stuff, then probably your chance at the end of the day of going back and finding the very first thing spoken in the morning might be a little slim because a lot of messages come through, but you do have 500 of those buffered, so you can go back quite a ways and pick up what's been said. If you if you want or you need to uh, delete that buffer, to clear that buffer, you would press Insert plus Spacebar followed by Control-H, and I'll show you that in just a moment. If you want to clear this, you would be pressing or you would press insert space followed by shift h and i will now do that for you escape since we just showed you how to copy it to the clipboard so to clear this buffer insert space space followed by shift h speech history cleared okay and that clears the speech history buffer so don't do that unless you mean to okay it is it is final there is no going back and grabbing it again Unless, like me, you just copied it all to the clipboard. So I guess I could grab the clipboard and, and paste it somewhere. 
Um, but there may be times you want to you want to empty that buffer because you're going to go and do something or some things, and you want it to have that buffer cleared so that the next messages spoken are right there, easy to grab, easy to copy, and paste somewhere else. The other time that this history is cleared is if you lock your computer. Okay, you do uh, Control Alt Delete, and you've got it set up to lock, uh, or when you actually log off the computer or you shut it down or you do a restart, okay? So there are some things that will clear that history. It doesn't last over a computer shutdown. It doesn't last over when you lock your PC. And, of course, it's not going to last if you um, actually do the command, insert space, shift H. Um, if you want to actually turn this off, Okay, um, you can go to Settings Center. We'll step through this real quick. You don't want this speech buffer to, to happen anymore. You can press Insert Number 06. Zoom Software Draw Settings Center Dialog. Search box edit. Control plus E. Press Control Shift D. Draw Settings Center Default All Applications. And you do that because that as you just heard, invo invokes a default applications file. That way, this is a global setting. It's not going to be specific to any specific uh, application. You type speech history. Speech. Speech verbosity. One of two search results. I typed history. I'm going to down arrow. History. Two search results list box. Speech verbosity. Don't want that one. Enable speech history checked. Okay. Speech verbosity. Now knock that off. So enable speech history. You've heard that it's checked. Um, if I press space, it will uncheck it. Okay, and that will that will disable it. It won't it won't work anymore. It won't uh, record, if you will, those messages that are spoken. Escape. Search edit box cleared. Okay. Preview. Level zero. Escape. I just took us out of that. Now a few of you, a few of you may say, well. What about speech output mode? Some of you use that. Some of you just roll by as you press Control-M on your Braille display and you see it. Um, speech output mode is handy uh, for some people in some situations. I think speech history has kind of superseded speech output mode. Uh, it's, it's a leftover feature, and it's, it's worth keeping, okay? And I'll tell you of at least one instance where I still use it because it's much handier than going into the speech history. So speech output mode is one of the modes available to you if you're using a Braille display, and it actually displays the information's, information that's generated from the speech synthesizer itself. So this can be beneficial in several ways. Sometimes, sometimes there are messages spoken that you're not going to be able to encounter again as you arrow up and down um, the screen, use any of your navigation commands with any of the cursors. Uh, it's stuff that's spoken for our information, and it's not necessarily on screen. If you are deafblind, especially, you may want to be able to go back and look at those things. Now, we have some newer tools that will let you do this in, a, in an easier fashion, I think. Speech history mode is one of those. Um, the notifications um, uh, feature... If you press insert space, space followed by N. Notification history. Okay, so notification history 
is another way. Escape. Let me get us out of that. But speech, <clears throat> speech output mode will actually let you look at what has been sent to the speech synthesizer. So it's not necessarily what is on screen. You reach speech output mode by pressing M chord. That's M with space bar on your Braille keyboard. Speech output mode. Okay. And I can't sing sound <laughs> because it's a speech function. So the synthesizer isn't speaking because the function of the purpose of speech output mode is to... And Diane, let me give you permission to... Oh, thanks for hanging in, Diane. Do you get do you get any kind of a message if that once that buffer fills and you try to put something else in it will you know uh, will it tell good you? Question. It's first in, first out. Our friend FIFO. So as things keep happening, because I'm not putting no, we don't actually actively put anything in there. You and me as users, um, Jaws just says, okay, remember yeah. the last 500 messages that that we have spoken. And as if you hit 499 and then 500, the next one that comes in kicks out the first one that came in. Oh, okay. You know, it it literally just imagine a giant roller towel. If you remember those, Uh, (laughs) it just keeps going round and round and what a silly analogy. Anyway, (laughs) it just keeps going around. Um, So when, when 501 comes in, Number one gets booted out, never to be gotcha. heard from again. Gotcha. Okay, right. thanks. You are very welcome. Thanks for hanging in. Myrna. <laughs> Hi, oh, Myrna Vota. So I don't know if I discovered this or somebody else gave me the hint, because this was a long time ago. Uh-huh. So you are in Outlook, or you know, whatever you want to be in, and you're on an email list, but you want to write to the person to whom um, you want to reply, but not to the list. You just want to read, you know, you just want to write to this to person. Yes. So let's say it's R. Miller at, you know, Vespero.com, sure. but you don't know. So the neat part is speech history, and you go in and you find the place where it says, you know, to oh, on behalf of. Yeah, yeah, on behalf of. And it says, and you say, oh, wait a minute. Let me go to speech history. So you do that. Mm-hmm. And then you can go even one character at a time if you want to do to find out what it is. Or you can select it, copy it, then go to Outlook, do a new message, and then just paste it. And you got it, you know, because it's always mm-hmm. a challenge. I want to write to the person. I don't want to write to the list. And how do you find that? So if you go to speech history, it's, it's a really good way to do that. That is a cool tip. Did everybody get that? I hadn't here? thought of it. It's beautiful because I always end up going to the two line yep. and then arrowing past to I hear on behalf of and then I move yes. forward and I select to the end. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Even so, making it virtual doesn't always work because it doesn't give you the whole email address. No, it doesn't. And it frustrates yeah, me without look. That's what I used to be. Then I yeah. don't remember, I think we had another seminar and somebody may have said, or I may have just played around with it and said, hey, this is a good place to, to do it. But it, but it is. It's a really good place to, to use it. And I use it now all the time. That is great. And I want to repeat it for, for anybody that, that doesn't. And I'll, and I'll shut up now. Okay. Thanks, Myrna, because that's a great tip. So, so if you're, for example, if you're on a list, you know, whatever list, the, uh, the, the uh, Coke Lovers of America list, I, I don't know if there's such a thing. I just made that up. Don't, don't write me and ask me about that. So, um, and you, if you do any of these lists, you notice it always says from Coke Lovers of America on behalf of Ron Miller, R. Miller at Vispero.com. 
what Myrna's saying is you want to reply to the Coke lovers guys that, that say, I just, I just love the, the Coke since 1994. And you want to tell them actually Coke made with cane sugar is so much better than Coke made with, um, high fructose corn syrup, but you don't want to take that to the list because that would start a flame war. You want to write to rmiller at vispero.com instead. You would invoke speech history with insert space followed by H and then up arrow to you hear it say from Coke Lovers of America on behalf of rmiller at vispero.com and you would select the rmiller, I can't say it again. You would select that address, copy it to your clipboard, press escape, do a new message, control N, right? If you're using Outlook and you're in the two field and then paste it and that address will be dropped right in there, whammo, bammo, and it makes it really easy. And that is a cool, cool tip. Thank you, Myrna. <laughs> That's great. Speech output mode is, it, it is for somebody reading a Braille display. And what it does is, it causes the Braille display to show information that's generated directly from the speech synthesizer. And it can be cool in a number of ways simply because it shows you literally what JAWS has spoken. And that may not be information that's on the screen. It may be messages uh, that are generated for us, help messages, user messages, those kinds of things um, that you can't just arrow back up to and hear or read. Um, folks, at deaf, folks who are deafblind sometimes really like it because it does let them look back at that thing. If you are in speech output mode or you select it by pressing M chord like this, speech output mode, okay, what it does is your cursor, very similar to speech history mode, uh, speech history kind of grew out of speech output mode, which grew out of speech box mode if you go back far enough in time. Your cursor is on the last thing spoken, so my Braille display now shows speech output mode you have to take my word for this because I can't demo it with speech because it is showing what's spoken by the speech synthesizer, so you don't want to drive that. If I begin to pan backwards through this info, I would then say I would then see Zoom webinar, then Zoom, then to activate, press spacebar, then connecting dot 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 from my uh, uh, internet travail here. So it it looks a lot like what you get when you start pressing up arrow, and you're in the speech history buffer. So it lets you see this stuff on your Braille display. Now, you might say, hey, this is, this is superseded by speech history. In a lot of ways, it is. Now, I'm going to press M chord and move through the other uh, Braille modes until I get to the output mode that I want. Text attribute indicators. Line mode. Structured mode. Now, just as an aside, text attribute indicators is something we haven't talked about in a long time, and that may have to be another... Uh, piece of a webinar. It's not enough to fill a whole hour, but it's one of the other things we could talk about along with that other thing that I said we could talk about that I've forgotten, so we, we may never talk about it. <laughs> but um, uh, now that I'm back in, in structured mode, one of the places I find, just as an example um, of speech output mode being really useful is if I'm in a Word document or a PDF or something like that, <clears throat> If I press Control F to open the find, find feature and I enter a word that I want to find and I press Enter, I don't see the results that are spoken. It doesn't show up on my Braille display. Um, a lot of times I, I work with speech turned off. I'm sitting in the family's watching a movie or I'm in a vehicle going somewhere, whatever, a place where uh, Jaws babbling out loud isn't 
really conducive to the <laughs> the current environment, and I don't want to have headphones on. Um, and I want to know, you know, the the how many times that search string has been found, etc. That's not showing up on my Braille display. All it does is go back to the find field that shows me what I'm searching for. If I press enter, I don't see the search results uh, as it moves me to the first occurrence, and uh, I'm going to enter again the second occurrence, and you you see some of that information. If I have um, speech output mode turned on and I go through this process, I can use the panning button and look at the find messages that are generated by PDF, uh, by my PDF reader or by, for example, Microsoft Word, and I can see those things in real time. This is one of the times when speech history to read those messages is counterproductive. It's inefficient, it's kludgy, it's clunky, it's a bunch of keystrokes. Whereas if I remember to invoke speech output mode, I can use that almost as fluidly as I would if JAWS would actually show me the message in Braille. Okay? So that is one place that that would be beneficial. Okay? And remember, you can pan left through those messages and see them in reverse order. Okay? So that's speech output mode. Another thing I want to at least touch on a little bit, because it is not an output thing you can uh, review easily, but it is it is a Braille output uh, that sort of falls in the same vein and isn't as I as I work with people and see people's uh, displays and how they're using them, is Braille flash messages. And if you use your Braille display, your refreshable Braille display, you see these as you're using JAWS. It's short little Braille announcements that appear on your Braille display. They only appear for a few seconds, and they they are fired or generated um, when you hear JAWS speaking messages and you'll you hear error messages spoken status information if help help balloons show up um, these things show up on your braille display if they show up on your display and they stay longer than you want them to you can dismiss them by pressing a cursor router button at any time while the message is up and you can also hold them on your display longer if you press a alan Oh, yes. I'm wondering, can you also, if you're in a form field, uh, use speech history to read that message in a form field? If you need to, it's going to, it's going to show you anything that JAWS has said. So insert uh, space followed by H, and you can begin to arrow up through that, absolutely. And then, then dismiss it and, and deal with the form field if you've invoked forms mode. It's just a handy way to go back. It's it's sort of your, you know, the the all-purpose, what was that sort of tool, because it'll let you go back and see what Jaws has said. We also have another question from Marcy. So good presentation. As far as what I've heard, I joined you at 2.30, but is um, speech output mode available for third-party Braille displays? I have a Mantis. As long as the, uh, yeah, it, uh, I'm thinking Mantis. Because yeah. you did an M-cord. How do if we enable do- it? How oh, no, M-Cord. It's, it, oh, M-Cord. Boy, I don't know how you would do that on the Mantis, frankly. Um, but that, yeah, speech output mode. Send me an email. Let me okay. talk to our Super Jaws expert people. I'm, I'm wanting to say no, probably not, because I don't know how you do an M-Cord. Um, unless you can force it into that horrible, well, okay, it's my opinion, horrible. Um, <laughs> FDS, JKR. Right, right, brain, the Braille right, terminal right. input. I, I don't I think so, you can for the, I don't think so for the either. computer. I don't think so either. like it, yeah. Um, it connects it to the computer. Yeah, fire me a note. Your only, your only option may be insert space H and just use the um, 
use Braille history, which uh, speech history, which works. But yes, if you're trying to watch stuff on the fly, like I do with the find feature, right, right, that, that's pretty kludgy. Okay, thank you. You bet. See you, Chad. Um, I know you mentioned with uh, the speech history, if you lock your computer or turn Jaws off, I think um, it it deletes that history. So, like, it, if you turn Jaws off and turn it back on, it's gone. Does okay? It's, so it's completely cleared at that point as well. Yeah, if you unload and restart Jaws, if you lock your computer, then unlock it, or if you, of course, you know, do a restart or shut down. Mm-hmm. So okay. the, if you need to capture that before you walk away from your desk and lock it, remember you can do um, insert space followed by control H and that'll let you copy it to the clipboard and then you could drop <clears> it, <throat> you know, a, a notepad file or something. Okay. I thought that was the case. Just wanted to, to make sure. Barbie. Megan, yesterday I got a notice from FSCast and then I got an audio player popped up and was asking if I wanted to send it through there, and I picked it, and then it started playing it on the player. Is that the same for the announcements that you're talking about, or that's two separate announcements? Um, That would be two separate things. Give me just a moment. Okay, sorry. Um, That would be two separate things. There's an FS cast. And when you when Jaws starts, uh, there's a notification that that comes up if there's a new FS cast, and if you tell it to play that, you'll actually hear that that podcast, which is different than the ACB communities that we're doing right now. Um, it's not it, you won't get an automated announcement for that. Oh, okay. okay. I was wondering if I could just send it right there too. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, that would be handy. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. If anybody has any questions that they want to send my way. I'm very reachable. Uh, R. Miller, R M I L L E R, at Vispero, V like Victor, I S P E R O dot com. R. Miller at Vispero dot com will get an email to me. I would remind everybody um, freedomscientific.com slash training. I think Vispero.com slash training will also do it. We've got a lot of great resources there um, that you'll want to check out, and we're adding even more. I just put together a bunch of audio for Braille-related videos that will be hitting our site really soon because it's um, Braille month. So there's some neat stuff there, neat stuff coming. So check that site often for, uh, for new content on the training site as well. I'd also point everybody toward our training resources. They're extensive. We've got a lot of stuff. We're adding videos even now for um, the uh, January's Braille month. Go to training at vispero.com. Our webinars are archived. If you want to check those out, webinars on demand. There's a lot of stuff there and a lot of new stuff always being added. So check out our training pages as well. All right. That's good. That's good. All right. I'd say good day to everybody and thanks for hanging out with me and hanging in there through all of the uh, the crazy internet stuff. <laughs> thanks, Ron. See you again soon. Okay. Thanks, Larry. You bet. Thanks, Nancy. Bye. Thanks, Nancy. You, you betcha. Thanks, everybody.